Hi there. So excited that you're joining me today. Jesus is going to teach us more about himself today. And even that he wants to be our friend. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you. You're teaching us your way, showing us who you are so we can be ready to move in with you that day. We just give you praise and glory right now. We thank you for telling us things ahead of time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. So today we're going to talk about being his friend and why Abraham was called God's friend. And let's just read here in James 2, starting in verse 21. Was not our forefather Abraham shown to be justified, made acceptable to God by his works when he brought to the altar an offering of his son Isaac? You see, his faith was cooperating with his works, and his faith was completed and reached its supreme expression when he implemented it by works. So he didn't just say he loved God. He actually did what God told him to do. He was willing to give up his son. And he knew, I believe, if you can read the story, you can see that he knew that God was either going to raise him from the dead or ask him not to um, offer him. That's how well he knew God. Scripture says that Abraham believed in and hereto entrusted in and relied on God and was accounted to him as righteousness, as conformity to God's will and thought indeed, and he was called God's friend. You see that a man is, is justified, pronounced righteous before God through what he does, not alone, but through faith, through the works of obedience, as well as what he believes. When you obey God, what is being said here is then you believe in God. And God is prompting me just this morning. He, he asked me to do something, and I put him off, and I said, next time. And he got quiet after that. I knew that I hurt his feelings. And um, to be his friend, you just have to do what he says because he knows more than you. He has a good plan. And you can't just ignore him and put him off like I did this morning. Of course, I repented, and that's when I realized that I hurt his feelings because the thing that he asked me to do was to trust him in, in my action. And that's what we're being told here. Faith without action is dead. Verse um, 17, faith, if it does not have works and deeds and actions of obedience to back it up, by itself is destitute of power, inoperative, and dead. He's saying your actions, your work to prove that you believe is necessary. Abraham believed God and he did what God said, and that was accounted to him as righteousness. Faith without action is dead. If you believe him, then you would do what he said. Even if it's scary or if you don't feel like it or you, you're just trying to get out of it because it's not comfortable, which was kind of what I did today. I said, okay, I'll do that next time. But, you know, it was such a last-minute prompting that um, I should be used to that. But it was just something new in my life that I just didn't want to adhere to what he said. And, um, you know, we all are there. And, of course, Abraham wasn't perfect either. I mean, he did, he did some things that um, we know that that God wasn't approving of. But the place to get to 
is um, where we don't ignore God. We believe him all the time. I didn't realize what I was saying is I don't believe you until he showed me. And that's why it's so important that we get on our knees. And in fact, he was quiet. And I'm like, God, you were going to tell me what to talk about today. And um, you didn't tell me. And he was quiet. And then I realized I hurt his feelings and I had to repent and get it right with him before he would even give me my message today. He's sensitive. He is. And he wants to be our friend. And we can't be his friend unless we obey him, unless we honor him and admit that he knows more than we do. And he has a good plan. And he can't make that plan happen in our lives if we're not cooperating with him. I wanted to read to you um, in Genesis 12 as well that the other thing that God did, or um, Abraham did, is he left his country. God said to him, Go for yourself for your own advantage. um, Genesis 12, by the way, go for yourself for your own advantage away from your country, from your relatives and your father's house to land I will show you. That's a big thing, to leave your country, to leave what you're all familiar with. And then he said, he promised Abraham, I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you. The reason I said he promised Abraham is because he is faithful to his word. So often he gives us direction and we wonder why it didn't happen. It's because we didn't do what he said to do. He is faithful. His word is his promise to us. And I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. And I will make your name famous and distinguished. And you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. So he was showing Abraham the plan that he had for him. He said, I want you to leave. And then when you go and do this, I am going to bless you. In fact, I'm going to make you famous and distinguished. And you will be a blessing. You'll be dispensing good to others. That's always God's plan is he wants us to give of ourselves, to give our gifts, to give our talents, to give of ourselves to others, to be a blessing to others. That's the way God's kingdom operates. Give, it'll be given unto you. Press down, shaking together and running over. So Abraham just packed it up and he went. He did what God told him to do. Would you do that? Would you pack it up and just go and be a blessing to God's people? Would you care about what he cares about? Would you put him first? Would you do the work he's calling you to do and then be called his friend? He's calling us all to that place. He's crazy in love with all of us. And the only way he can do good for us is if we obey him, if we have faith in him. If we believe in him, we're going to obey him. And that means we have faith in him. And so um, it is a work. Your faith is a work. And to, to be God's friend takes time. It does. You have to get to know him. You have to feel his presence come, feel his presence go. Like I was telling you this morning, you have to understand that he's a person and he has feelings. He has emotions. And he has, because he loves you so much, he has a good plan for you. But until he can show you that plan, you have to become his friend so that you can hear him, so that you can hear the plan. 
And in this day, we are close to his return, and you want to make sure that he's going to call you your call you his friend when you stand before him. You certainly don't want him to say, I didn't know you. You didn't do what I told you to do. You practice lawlessness. You just totally ignored me. You don't want him to say that. You want to find out what he's saying to you. And even if you don't take the time to find out what he's saying to you, you're ignoring him. You're ignoring him if you won't take the time to get to know him. One thing I want to point out as um, I'm just thinking about it is he sent Abraham to be a blessing, to show who he is. And that's where a lot of us miss it. We think that we're just waiting around and, and God is asking you, Jesus said, I'm going to go and I'm calling you to do that greater work, to do the thing I was doing. And if you believe in me, and we just learned that if we believe in God, there's an action to that. If we believe him, we're going to do what he said. And we're not going to know what he said to do unless we open the book and find out. In the beginning was the word and the word is God and God is his word. So that is the word I have for you. He's his word. You got to get to know him. And then obey him so that you can become his friend and find out what he's thinking, what he has to say to you, what the plan he has, the plan that he has in mind for you so that you can walk in it. Do everything he tells you to do. So Mary said, do whatever he tells you to do. So if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, Revelation 3.20 says that, He is already knocking at the door of your heart, and if you would heed his voice, he would come and live on the inside of you. Are you ready to heed his voice today? If you are, then ask him with me. We're going to pray. Ask him to come and live on the inside of you, and tell him you want to be his friend. Show him. Show him by your obedience. Jesus said he'd manifest himself to the one who would obey him. And so if you're willing to hear his voice, if you're not thinking you can just say this prayer and walk away and live like you used to live, but you're willing to hear his voice and say this prayer with me. And if you know you've already said the prayer and you have walked away and just did whatever you wanted to, if you didn't realize that there's a commitment, you can rededicate, you can recommit to him right now. So let's do that. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to be our friend that you want to do good for us, that you're already knocking at the door of our heart. And we invite you in right now, invite you in, and we are committed to heed your voice. We love you, we praise you, and give you all the glory. You're so good to us. Help us, Lord. Help us to see you, to hear you, to be like you. Help us to do your will. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory in your name. So Jesus is so good. He's so in love with you, and he wants you to know him. He's telling you ahead of time the things that you need to know. So when he comes on that day, you're not going to be surprised. He's so amazing. That, that is love. That is love. To, to put yourself aside, give your life, to give your life away. And then to keep reaching out to us, to making sure that we know 
what's going to happen next. He's telling us things to come. He's so good. He really is. He's so in love with you. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.